What's up guys, welcome to Pop Culture Stoop episode number five. For this episode, we will be breaking down some theories behind Adult Swim's popular cartoon, Rick and Morty. Season five is right around the corner, and today it's time to get swifty as we break it all down. Welcome to the Pop Culture Stoop. Sit back and grab some popcorn as we go through some of pop culture's trending shows like WandaVision and Black Mirror. Spoiler warning, in this show we talk about all plot points and theories, so watch the show first before listening. With all of that being said, please stand by and enjoy the show. Rick and Morty is an adult swim cartoon produced by Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland. With Roiland being as talented as he is, he is the great voice behind the two main characters, Rick Sanchez and Morty Smith. The rest of the cast features Chris Parnell as Jerry, Spencer Grammer as Summer, and Sarah Chalk as Beth. Rick and Morty tells the story of 14-year-old Morty navigating his teenage years as his grandfather Rick comes crashing back into his life. Rick also happens to be one of the most intelligent guys in the universe, and he drags Morty on adventures through space with him. Rick and Morty has a really cool origin story. With Justin Roiland being a fan of the Back to the Future trilogy, he decided to do a raunchy parody sketch cartoon named The Adventures of Doc and Marty. Obviously, because of how similar this was to the Back to the Future franchise, it had to be changed. Enter Rick and Morty, and several seasons later, after getting renewed for an additional 70 episodes, this show does not seem to be slowing down anytime soon. Nine more seasons, Morty! Nine more seasons until I get that dipping Szechuan sauce! There are currently four seasons available to watch on Adult Swim. However, the network just announced season five with a brand new batch of episodes releasing on June 20th. One thing I'm expecting, in addition to all the wacky things that will happen in season five, is another Evil Morty episode. To give background on what exactly it is that I'm talking about, in episode 10 of season one, titled Close Rick Counters of the Rick Kind, we see Evil Morty get introduced. Fan theories have long speculated that maybe this is the Rick that we follow as original Morty, and somehow something Rick did set him off and turned him evil. Rick's reaction to not being able to fix Morty is to just do some interdimensional traveling. We see some evidence of how easy it would be for Rick to do something like this, because throughout the show, Rick is no stranger to traveling to different dimensions, and in the season one episode, Rick Potion number nine, we see that when Rick really can't fix something, his reaction is, eh, let's start over, let's just go to a new dimension. The serum is piggybacking on the virus. It's gone airborne, Morty. Oh, crap. What are we going to do, Rick? It's going to be fine, Morty. Relax. I whipped up an antidote. It's based on praying mantis DNA. Oh, Rick, something's not right. All right, Morty, here we are. Oh, my God, Rick. Is that us? We're dead. What is going on, Rick? I'm freaking out. There's an infinite number of realities, Morty. And in a few dozen of those, I got lucky and turned everything back to normal. I just had to find one of those realities in which we also happen to both die around this time. Now we can just slip into the place of our dead selves in this reality, and everything will be fine. We're not skipping a beat, Morty. What about the reality we left behind? The answer is don't think about it. It's not like we can do this every week anyways. We get three or four more of these tops. So you could see how this would be possible, right? The fourth wall breaks in this show are also equally as interesting and funny, and I had to bring this up. 
Justin Roiland's comedy is so improvised and ad-libbed, but that's great for these shows, because shows like Rick and Morty use it to their advantage. Throughout the show, there's a lot of commercials and things that take place on the show that revolves around Rick selling him and Morty out to make money. This takes place for companies like Wendy's, Pringles, and Sony, and a few others. Who are those guys? Wendy's Breakfast, Morty. Wait, it's a Wendy's what? Wendy's Breakfast. They've been trying to make us do a commercial about it for months. Man, I'm hungry. Th those things look good. That's the Breakfast Baconator, Frosty Chino, and Honey Butter Chicken Biscuit. Much like how Deadpool is known for his fourth wall breaks, Rick and Morty would not be the same without the quirkiness of these fourth wall breaks. It adds a layer of extra comedy on top of Roiland's already funny material. Since we're almost at the halfway point of the episode, it's time for today's quote of the show. The quote of the show serves to highlight a particular quote or scene from the show of the week, in this case Adult Swim's Rick and Morty, and why this quote works well on its own to demonstrate what the show is about. Without further ado, here is the quote of the show. Is it time for arcs yet, Rick? I did a pretty good job back there for a human cloaking device. Go be part of some stupid club like all those dumb Ricks. You know, maybe I don't connect because I'm the Rickest Rick there is. And you know, the Rickest Rick would have the Mortiest Morty. It would go without saying, huh? Don't get too big for your loafers, Buster Brown. A cocky Morty can lead to some big problems. It can be a real bad thing for everybody. Oh yeah? How's that? Uh, I'll explain when you're older. This scene to a regular viewer might not seem that interesting, but when we look closer at it, we realize that maybe the writers wanted us to read between the lines a little bit, especially considering this leads into the introduction of the evil Morty character. A cocky Morty can lead to some big problems. It could be a real bad thing for everybody. Putting this in context with the theory that I discussed earlier, it's as if Rick is speaking from experience. If the theory is true, we can assume that Rick's original Morty got so smart and cocky that he decided to rebel against Rick and turn evil. Another big season 5 thing I feel like they have to address at least once is the subplot with Beth and clone Beth. Beth confided in her father and told him that she wishes she could go to space and be more like her father. Rick then decides to make a clone version of her with her memories so no one else would notice. The bad part is, Rick decided that not even he wanted to know what Beth was the clone Beth and what Beth was the real one, so he blindly created the clone. Unfortunately, it might be a while until we have an actual answer to which one of them is really the clone and which one of them is the real Beth. However, now that Space Beth lives with them, I'm expecting them to hopefully revisit this in at least one episode in Season 5. You would rather believe I'm evil than admit that you were a bad father? Oh, dude, no. No, bad father all the way to the max over here. Rick has been in and out of Beth's life, and she has some serious abandonment issues. But when Rick comes crashing back into her life, she accepts him with open arms because of how much she loves him. There was more complexity to this relationship, and I think it's interesting how that was explored a little bit with this plot. However this works out, well, we'll just have to wait and see. But I'm excited for season 5. In between seasons, sometimes we've had to wait years. This is because even before COVID, sometimes episodes took a long time to be animated. We likely would have gotten season five a little bit sooner if it wasn't for COVID. However, this is one of the few shows that makes self-aware cracks about them not coming back for a while. Multiple characters throughout the show reference this. Tune in to Rick and Morty season three in like a year and a half or longer to see how we unravel this mess. What did you do while you were waiting? Hopefully you didn't just waste your life. Ooh-wee. See ya for season four in like a really long time. I, I might even have a big white Santa Claus beard. All right, guys, that pretty much wraps up today's episode. In next week's episode, we will be talking about Vince Gilligan's Breaking Bad. 
Catch all of the episodes right now on Netflix. My name is Walter Hartwell White. You understood what I've just said to you. Lung cancer, inoperable. It's easy money. Hank, how much money is that? Pinkman? This is not an admission of guilt. Some straight like you's just gonna break bad. I am awake. I am speaking to my family now. I only had you in my heart. We got new players in town. This is arts, Mr. White. Pop Culture Stoop is written, produced, and edited by David. If you want to keep up to date on everything that we do here on this podcast, make sure that you follow at Pop Culture Stoop over on Twitter. If you want to listen on our website, go to popculturestoop.wixsite.com slash my dash site. You can listen to our podcast on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. Or you can add our RSS feed and listen in whatever podcast application you choose. Thanks for listening.